Welcome back to the Boneyard Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jared Schaffin, along with Artemis Brower. We're coming to you this week with episode 141. 141, yes. Artie. How are we doing, my friend? Oh, man, we're busy. We are we are ultra busy. I am excited to... Uh, well, I guess I'm, I'm still in front of a computer screen, but at least not looking at, you know, numbers and, and data and all this other stuff I've been looking at for the last eight to nine hours of my life that I've been doing all week. I just started my new position in uh, 401k and pension at Fidelity, and um, it has been a whirlwind, to say the least. So uh, but we're good, though. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm happy to be sitting sitting here with you and uh, talking sports and not talking people's retirements. For sure, Artie. Good, good to be with you. Yeah, it seemed like today, it seemed like all week this week, it, the days have just dragged on. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Um, it's just kind of that time of the month, I guess, the the getting to the end of the month for me. I mean, I'm yeah. in marketing, so it's always the end of the month is always kind of uh, middle of the end is always kind of slow. Then it really ramps up and then it's like slow again for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, already we, we saw each other this past weekend. We did. We did. Let the people know why we saw each other this past weekend. I mean, I think we talked about a little bit last week, but let them know again. Uh, <laughs> uh, Artie came down to uh, celebrate with me the uh, for the baby shower of of my upcoming uh, the upcoming birth of my my first child, the yes. first uh, the first Shaffit born or the next Shaffit born. Um, so yeah. We had, we had a good time. Us and a couple other guys uh, went and played some golf. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm a little upset that we didn't get to smoke the Stogies. I, I, I know, had already, a bag, and I just forgot. But they already, were there. Around hole 16, I said, man, we got cigars. And I, I, I started to wave you down. Like, I don't know if you remember. I, I waved you down. We were headed to the next tee box. Okay. And I was, I was, about, to, I was about to wave you down, and... You just like waved back at me and kept driving on right, right on by. And I was like, that sounds like something I would do. I was like, okay, I guess, I guess we're not smoking cigars right now. Um, I got into the car and I was like, damn it. We didn't smoke these stoves, man. Like, but man, I, I have so many cigars that I've bought for special occasions that I just forget to like pack in my bag or something. Um, I, I need, I need one of my friends to get married. And matter we'll, of fact, we'll... they're right here. <laughs> Got them right here. Artie, we, we can always play another round of golf and smoke them then. Yeah, absolutely. We, we can. There's plenty to celebrate in life, Artemis. When when you are a Pirate fan, when you're an ECU Pirate, there's plenty to celebrate. You don't need a special occasion. Uh, every, day's a, every day's a celebration when you're a Pirate. Um, nice. But Artie, number 41. Yeah. Do you have do you have a number forty one for me? I I do have a forty one straight from the top of the dome. Just looked this guy up, but he seems like he had a had a hell of a career. I never never heard of this guy until five minutes ago. Eugene Robinson is my number forty one. He was a uh, safety in the NFL. Played from nineteen eighty five to two thousand. So he had a long fifteen year career. Uh, Three time Pro Bowler, two time All Pro. At one point in time, he was the NFL interceptions leader. I believe when he retired. 
uh, Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers uh, on the Seattle Seahawks 35th anniversary team. Uh, so just an all-time, all-around great player that a lot of people have probably never heard of. So uh, Eugene Robinson, my 41 for the week. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, mine, I'm sure plenty of people have heard of him. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a Hall of Famer um, in, in the Major League, in Major League Baseball. Um, now, granted, he he played in the in the fifties, so maybe some <laughs> maybe some of the young whippersnappers don't don't know who I'm about to talk about. Um, but if you're a Braves fan, I mean, all time legend Eddie Matthews. I mean, war number forty one. Um, I've heard you with, with the Braves. Already, I mean, he played in all three cities with the Braves. I mean, he played in Boston, played in Milwaukee, and played in Atlanta. Um, so yeah, he, he's a 12 time all-star two time world series champ already real quick. Now that talking about Eddie Matthews and him playing in the three different cities, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. Did you know that the Braves are the only sports franchise? I know in North America, I'm probably pretty, I'm pretty sure it's probably in the world too. That have won three championships in three different cities or at least won a championship in three different cities i knew it was two i didn't i didn't know i didn't know they had won a championship in three yeah so they won one in boston won one in milwaukee and now they've won two in atlanta, in atlanta. um nice. Nice. Artie, next did you know that the braves are the longest continuously running franchise sports franchise in all of north america i did know that yes Yes, so, I did. Th- um, there you go. Some uh, Braves trivia. We're a week out from uh, from opening day, MLB. The Braves are gonna go ahead. No, I was gonna say real quick since we're talking since we're talking professional baseball. Did you watch the World Baseball Classic the other night? Did you Did you see that Shohei Otani? I, I did. Uh, that's the only. I, I hate to admit it. That's the only part of the World Baseball Classic that I watched. Right. Um, only only because I don't get Fox Sports 1, and finding a stream was insanely terrible. So I turned it on when uh, I, I watched the, the bottom or the top of the ninth inning, I guess, um, of that game from my phone because, because I, couldn't, I couldn't get it to stream on my, my TV. Um, so, so, yeah. Let me, let me ask you this: Do you do you think Otani's the best player in the world? Do you do you give him that credit? Yes, I, I think right now he's the best player in the world, um, just because of what he's doing. I mean, everybody talks about Babe Ruth being a two way player. Babe Ruth was only a two way player for two years, right? Otani's now done it for three years and is really like I mean he's at the top of the game um, altogether. So. Um, and only 28 too, I think. So yeah, so so I mean, and he he's a he's a Cy Young caliber pitcher, he's a Silver Slugger caliber hitter. I mean, it's insane. Um, he he can hit for power and he can throw it 102 like he did to Mike Trout. Uh, I saw a stat, Artie. It was like Mike Trout has only ever had 26. At bats in his MLB career, where he had three yeah. swinging strikes, and yeah. then 
Shohei Otani faces him one time, and that was it. Um, yeah. And we're and we're talking about a all time great in Mike Trout too, like an all time all time great. So all time all time pirate. I mean, pirate legend right there. Yeah, Mike Trout. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, here here's my thing already. The the Angels, Shohei, Mike Trout. I, I don't know what it's going to take for them to actually do like make the make the postseason. I mean, you've got the two best players in the world, and you can't get over the hump. Right, like they can't even make a deep playoff run. So, and got two first ballot Hall of Famers. So that's yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, and then next year, Shohei is going to be a free agent. Look for – Shohei is going to probably – I mean – He's going he, to L.A. Well, not Anaheim, but – I don't I don't think he's going to L.A. I, I just – He's a real L.A. team. He's going to the Dodgers. They're going to, I don't, gonna I don't think so. They're going to drop that bag, I'm telling you. I, I don't know if they have the bag to drop. Oh, they already got so much tied up elsewhere, but um, he's gonna I can see – I, I, Mm. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind AA Alex Anthopoulos going after him. But um, all right, Artie. Um, first, let me say we're proud to be part of the Variety Sports Podcast Network. Variety Sports Collegiate. Go check out all the other shows. Uh, baseball season's right around the corner. Um, the baseball shows are are kicking up. Um, they're doing live streams currently for uh for. NCAA for the NCAA tournament. Um, so yeah, go check it out. Check out uh, all of their social media pages at Variety Sports Podcast Network or at Variety Sports Network. Um, I believe VSN. Um, yeah, go check it out. Excited. I mean, already there's. I'm in talks about joining another podcast um, on top of the one that we have here. This one's staying. This one's staying. But who knows? There might be a, a potential. Uh-oh. What? You, you got you got to let us know now. What what is what is what is what's what's in the works? Uh, I'll, I'll keep it hush hush until until. Oh, don't things, do that. Don't do that. Come out, but um, yeah, I mean, it's one that I'm very passionate about. I'll just say that. Um, so yeah, Artie, let's uh let's dive right into it. Un- unfortunately, um, ECU women's basketball their their season comes to an end. At the hands of, of the University of Texas, the Longhorns. Um, I mean, they lost in a route. Uh, what was the score? It was what seventy-nine to forty. Look, uh, forty. Yeah. Uh, Texas. I mean, Texas played very good defense. They were in pretty much. Uh, can you do you call it man to man when it's women's basketball? They were in uh, women to women, like a full court, court press almost. It seemed like all game. They weren't giving anybody on, on ECU any time or space. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that's tough. Um, and then when ECU could get the ball and, and get on a fast break, they, they just couldn't put the ball in the basket. And that, that's something that they've struggled with in the past um, this season. But, hey, this team is going to still be good next year. I mean, we're, we're looking at a team that's um, – we're looking at a team that's gonna gonna be built for success from here on out. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about this team. Um, so 
Yeah, it, it was a great season, Artie. I, I want to hear your thoughts on on this past weekend and, and ECU women's basketball. Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, it's a phenomenal season. Like, when you get picked to finish last and you end up winning the conference and going to the big dance, it's, it can't be anything but a phenomenal season. So, I mean, just kudos to – um, you know, Coach Coach McNeil, kudos to the entire organization, um, all those women that put in that hard work um, to, to put themselves in that position. We just ran into a team that had a little bit more talent and was built ready right now to make a deep run. I'm not saying Texas is going to go to a Final Four and Elite Eight, but they are good enough to make a deep run, a deep, deep run. Um, in, well, in they're the- already out. What's that? They're out. Oh, are they out? Beat them. Yeah, Louisville oh. beat them. Now I feel stupid. But <laughs> – I, I should have just let you keep going. You should have. You should let me go on a tangent there. Texas is going to the Final Four. They're, they're, they're going to, Texas is going to win the whole damn thing. Yeah, they're going to beat UConn, going to beat South Carolina. They're going to just win the whole damn thing. Um, but we just we just ran into a team with a little bit more talent than, than we had that that day. And, you know, I I, I know we, we came on here, and I think we said, at least I know I said it was disrespectful uh, to say that we were going to lose by more than 20 and a half, and we almost lose by 40. Uh, so that was not a good take, obviously. But I don't think anybody foresaw that coming 79 to, to, to 40. I mean, that, that's, that's just – that's crazy. Um, but nonetheless, absolute phenomenal season. We're going to be retooled, regroup, you know, these – you know, for next year, I don't really expect much of a dip off or, or dip at all, if not improving and getting better. Obviously, I don't think we're going to get picked to finish last <laughs> next season like we were this past season. Uh, so nothing but positives, um, nothing but uh, good things going forward for this EC women's basketball program. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, you still got, you're going to still have Danae McNeil. Um, you're going to have Amaya Joyner still next year. Uh, and then already for the second year in a row, Kim McNeil and staff sign a top 100 recruit and the number 94 recruit, um, Kaya Miller. Second year in a row. I mean, that that's that's impressive. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, the, the sky's the limit. EC women's basketball is gonna is gonna be soon become a a year in year out uh, championship caliber team. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, th- this is just the first step. I mean, you see it so often in all sports. When you get over that hump and you, you make the postseason, you make the playoffs or whatever. Yeah, the first couple of years are tough. You got to learn to win, and uh, th- this team is going to learn how to do that. They learned they won a lot this year. They're going to learn how to win in March um, over the next couple of years, and it's going to be really impressive to see what Kim McNeil and, and company can do with this with this uh, program moving forward. One hundred percent. All right, Artie, staying uh, staying with basketball. Uh, Mike Schwartz has uh, two new commits or two commits that we know of so far. Uh, Sierra Malanga, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and Takori Fazan. Okay. And talk about talk about two names. Those are two. Those are hard names, Artie. Um, Not easy. Sierra uh, has signed his letter of intent. There's a three-star, six-foot eleven center from Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, he had multiple offers uh, from P5 schools, P5, uh, Texas, Georgia, and then Georgetown, which we know isn't P5, but 
might as well be in, in basketball and then Illinois. Um, so, yeah, and then Takori has committed to ECU. His other offer was Alabama State. Um, but there's still there's still plenty of time, and we'll, we'll, I'm sure we're going to see more turnover, um, more turnover in in basketball. Yeah, I mean just, that's just that's just the state of it as as it is. Kids go, kids come in. That's just how it is. Yeah, and uh, I mean I, I should mention TK. He's low. He's local from Goldsboro. Um, so um, look, that's where ECU has struggled in the past, not being able to get those hometown kids. Those kids right. right in your backyard. You right. let you let these schools come in, um, these Power Five schools come in and take take them. I mean, Kinston is a I, I was just about to say how many NBA players from Kinston? Like like three or four <laughs> from Kinston. So, which is right there. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you need that. You need to be able to be able to pull those guys in and not let them go, not let them go to the Big Four, Big Four, uh, west of us. In the state, I mean, it's it's just extremely difficult to do, though, man. You know, this like the blue bloods are so ingrained; they're not going anywhere. So, like that's that's always going to be a struggle for ECU basketball because the, the Carolinas, the Dukes, the Wakes, the states like they're not they're not going nowhere. It is not so. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, already it's happening across all all of college basketball. Um, I mean, you're, you're looking at it. Carolina, I think, has what four or five transfers. Um, I mean, there's going to be guys out there, just like yep. we're seeing in, in football. There's guys out there that you could go pick up and make a immediate impact on your team. I mean, there there's guys that are going to be looking for more playing time that ECU could go get um, to maybe pick up some pieces uh, that that they need to fill. So, yeah, Artie, um, anything else on, on basketball? No, I think we covered everything we needed to. Awesome, awesome. Well, moving right along, um, let's hear a word from our sponsor. How's that sound, Artie? Let's do it. Let's be honest. You're here because you love sports. We love sports, too. And our friends over at Row One Brand love sports as much as we do. Row One Brand sells sports wall art, sports gift watches, and vintage apparel with ornamental designs created from real game ticket stubs and vintage sports memorabilia in their collection. If you want some vintage Golden State Warriors memorabilia, they have that too. It's a sports collector's dream website for anything sports related. Go over to one, rowonebrand.com to check out their great inventory. And when you use the promo code BSB15, you'll get 15% off any item on the whole site. That's code BSB15 for 15% off any item on the site. So click on the link below and go check them out. Low Run Brands, America's best vintage sports art, sports gifts. Thank you to Row One Brands for being a proud sponsor of the Boneyard Podcast, the premier podcast of Pirate Nation. Artie, I gotta admit that uh, that background music in that in that video it, it's got me. I don't know. It had me in, in some kind of mood. <laughs> you want to, to shimmy a little bit? Yeah, man, I, I wanted you to dance a little bit. Come on, Jared. I don't know if I've ever really seen you dance like that, Jared. I, I want to. It made me want to cut a rock. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that one, Artie? Jared, they don't, gotta, they, gotta, they don't say that gotta, in Chicago. You got to stop showing your age on here, man. You got to stop doing that. <laughs> My age. You I know you're about, about to be a dad, but you can't be out here saying cut a rug. Artie, I'm I'm so much of about to be a dad. I mean. I'm wearing 
a peek behind the curtain, y'all. I'm wearing khakis, New Balances, and uh, the first thing I asked my wife when I got home Sunday from golf, her, we had friends visit us, and I said, what'd they think of my yard? My yard looks pretty damn nice right now. Uh, it's the weed and feed. It's weed and feed season, Artie. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just about to ask: Do you do you have a uh, a fresh pair of New Balances for every day of the week? That's how you know that you are you are. No, no, no. When you're switching out the New Balances and the Skechers, that's that's Jared in about two or three years. I, I do not own a pair of Skechers. You will. Um, I will not. I have, <laughs> but I will not. Um, no, already I'm not that middle aged yet. I mean, I've pretty much been a dad for the last ten years of my life. Yeah, this this is true. You've been you've been a dad since college. I think I was born a dad, Artie. <laughs> we can confirm that. <laughs> uh, all right, ECU baseball talking about making somebody a dad. ECU <laughs> baseball proved that they were Missouri State's daddy this yeah. uh, this past weekend um, with a dominating performance throughout the weekend, sweeping. The Bears, the Bears, mm-hmm. of Missouri State. Uh, Pirate starters, Artie, get this. Pirate starters went 19 and two-thirds innings, pitched 24 strikeouts, and only two earned runs. Wow. Mm, take that any day. Talk about, Talk about your pitching doing work. That, I mean, that's, I mean, that that's clutch. That's clutch. Yeah. All ways around it. Um, Artie, Friday night, uh, they shut out the Bears 3 nothing. Trey is savage. Seven and a third, 11 strikeouts, allowing only four hits. Um, Pirates won that one, like I said, 3 nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, then you go into Saturday night or Saturday. Uh, game was that was the closest all weekend. Yeah, they hey, they had us on the ropes. Mm-hmm. They just could not throw that knockout punch. Um, Pirates walk it off, scoring two in the ninth. Amac and Jacob Starling got the RBIs with uh, Starling walking it off with a single up the middle in the ninth inning. Carter Spivey, uh, I mean, once again, nails. Dude, uh, went five innings only allowing two runs on four hits and um, two two walks, uh, but struck out nine. So um, very – he had a very decent performance. I mean, I shouldn't say decent. That was, that's a good performance. Um, but wish he, you wish he could go a little bit longer, but when you're, when you're striking out nine, that pitch count's going to get up there very quickly. And then uh, Sunday, I mean – ECU's bats came alive on Sunday, and and the offensive ex- the explosion on offense led to a ten one victory. Um, the only run they allowed on on Sunday was in the top of the ninth inning. Um, Moylan, friend of the podcast, Josh Moylan, four for four, four RBIs, two two runs scored, including Dos Dublais. Can't do better than four for four. That's perfect. That's perfect. Already four. I'll take four for four any day of the week. Hell, I'll t- I'd take two for four, but four for four. I mean, fantastic. 
Once again, friend of the podcast, Josh Moylan. Um, Carter Cunningham hits his second home run on Sunday uh, with his two-run home run in the eighth inning. And then Josh Gross. Josh Gross could be a Friday night starter for most teams. Struck out uh, five and seven and two-thirds innings of work. Allowed only three hits, but struggled to find the strike zone at times uh, as he walked five guys. But Artie, um, all in all, hell of a weekend for for ECU baseball. Yes, Um, sweet. That's all you can ask for. Coming out of the weekend, they they were ranked 10th in the country by D1 Baseball. Um, And that set them up for a top 20 matchup with Campbell last night. Um, Campbell, look, Campbell is a very good team. Um, and the pirates have struggled with them this year. And I mean, it, it's, they're one of those teams in, in the state. Look, I, I think, I, I think we said it a couple of weeks ago, the best baseball in the country is being played right here in, in North Carolina. Yeah, it really um, is. I mean, you got a bunch of teams in the, t- uh, what is it? I think five, uh, you got Wake Forest. Wait, are they still in the top five or? Still in the top ten. I know they got what 18, 19 wins on the season or something like that. I mean, they're they're playing really good baseball right now. Yeah, Wake Forest, NC State, Carolina, ECU, uh, and then uh am I am I forgetting one? Campbell, Campbell, of course. Team that just beat us last night. Um beat us twice. They beat us twice now. And uh I mean the fact that they beat us on the road or at a neutral site, I mean that's big. Uh, Artie, I'm just going to go ahead and get this out of the way. My walk the plank this week, how do you have a top 20 matchup and not have a single broadcast? You don't have a video broadcast at all? Nobody can watch it. Unless you're in Fayetteville, unless you're going to risk your life and go to Fayetteville. Not not risk your life and go to Fayetteville? Why you throw that little dig at Fayetteville like that? Look, I know, I know it's Vietnam. But why you why you throw that little dig in? There's a reason they call it Vietnam, Artie. I'm kidding. <laughs> Look, I spent I spent I spent some time in Fayetteville. It's not that bad, um, but it's not a place I would want to live. Um, yeah, no, it's not. It's, I mean, does anybody that lives in Fayetteville do they really want to be? I mean, most of it's army. Yeah, yeah. They have to live there. Hey, look, um, at least you got J. Cole. Yeah, but he doesn't live there anymore. Well, no, no, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't have a game, uh, you can't have a game and, and, and not like of that magnitude and not have a, a stream. Um, yeah, that's, that's absolutely absurd. You got, you got, a, you got a top 25 matchup going on. Like that's, that's absolutely absurd. We had shades of Brian Packard's dad, uh, from a couple years ago when, uh, East, ECU, who they play? was that Washington? I think that was the Washington series, and uh, he streamed on a uh, Twitter. He, he live streamed the game. Same thing this weekend. Uh, Carter Cunningham's dad uh, streamed from his GoPro <laughs> right behind home plate. I mean, good for him. Good for him. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. That, get it. Inside eye. That inside is eye. some. Uh, that is some pirate ingenuity right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it sucks. Like. You have a top 20 matchup. And I mean, look, shout out to Carter Cunningham's dad. But I mean, 
to watch a top 20. I, I watched like the first inning and I was like, this is, this is hurting my head. I, I can't, I had it on my big screen and I, I was like, I cannot watch this right now. Um, but yeah, shout out. I, I don't, I don't know how you don't have a stream for that Artie. Let me, let me, let me ask you this. Do you think, uh, do you think uh, ECU and Campbell end up in the same regional somewhere, somewhere down the, down the line? No, I don't because I think Campbell is going to end up hosting their own regional. You think they'll they okay? You think they host their own? Gotcha. Yeah, I I think I mean Campbell is uh they've got a top ten RPI right now. I believe they're sitting at seven. Uh, ECU's at thirteen. I, I look right now. We want Campbell to keep winning, keep winning, <laughs> win as much as you want because I do not want to see you come to Greenville at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the same. I don't I don't like that matchup. Campbell coming in uh coming in the court Leclerc. Like <laughs> if there's gonna be probably two or three re- I mean, there's probably gonna be possibly three regionals in the state of North Carolina. And I I don't want to be a part of any of them other than ours. And the teams that are gonna be coming into Greenville, they're not gonna be any slouch either. I mean, you're gonna probably be looking at a at a UNC, at a NC State coming in. Um, possibly a UNCW who we'll see next week um, after dropping a, a game to them last week. Yeah. Um, we'll see them, I believe, next week before ECU starts conference play. Already, yeah, I I don't want any part of Campbell in in our regional. I just don't. And the thing with them, you know, it's going to be close. Like you know, you know, Campbell's just going to grind you out. It's going to be a, a, a hard note. Like you have you have to really work to beat a team like Campbell. You can't just go in there and blow a Campbell. A Campbell out, so like that's that's why that, that, beating a Campbell in the series is going to take a lot out of you. So. The the thing about playing Campbell is they're never out of a net bat. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they lead the country in hit batters. I mean, they're they're taught to lean over the plate and and get hit by the pitch. Look, the good thing for ECU is the regionals played on a weekend. Because for whatever reason, ECU cannot figure out how to win during the middle of the week. For I don't know why, but they just can't. Um, so hopefully going forward, ECU will be able to figure that out, figure out the bats in the middle of the week. Look, pitching hasn't been the issue. Uh, Pirates were down 2 nothing going into the into the ninth inning, got got a run back in the ninth yesterday, and then just couldn't get the, uh, get the second run to tie it. Yeah. Um, I mean, and of course you can't. It, it's hard to do that when when you leave eleven stranded. Pirates stranded the bases loaded twice, including once in the first inning. I mean, Luke Nowak, I believe, uh, led off the game with a leadoff triple. So, um, and one last thing, Artie. I mean, we. I think I said it last week. ECU is facing the best of the best. They're they're the team that teams want to beat. They're going to give you their best. They're going to give you their all. And you, you don't expect anything less than that. But each week, each midweek game that we play, we don't play. It's not a midweek game for the other team. They throw their Friday night guy each time they play us. They take that risk on, on their Friday night pitching him either on short rest or, or shifting their rotation around on the weekend just to get a shot at us. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that that's how it is, but Hey, that's what, that's, that's what it's always going to be. Cause it's when always going to be, like we are, they respect gonna, us. 
They yeah. respect us that much that they're willing to throw their best guy. And look, ECU has been in all the games. All It's been a lot of tight games. The only one that they haven't really been in is, is the one at Duke. Yep. That's the only one. Every other game, they've been very tight in the midweeks. Um, so, yeah, going forward, look, conference play starts soon. You're going to start playing a, a little bit better competition on the weekends. ECU still only has one loss in, in, on the weekend. That was the Clark LeClaire Classic, or Keith LeClaire Classic, excuse me, um, when they lost to Long Beach State. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what, what happens. But um, look for ECU. I, I think ECU does end up getting a national seed by the end of the year. Um, okay. I, I do like our chances. You're going to eventually you're going to have to figure it out on the week in the weekday, the midweek. Um, you got some good opponents over the next couple of weeks in the midweek, UNCW and then, uh, NC state both at home. So, uh, yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of the midweeks have been on the road so far. So, uh, that, that's another thing to keep in mind. I'll say this, you know, it, it's good. We got a lot of these tough opponents at home because we're 13 and one right now at home. So like, it's almost like we don't know how to lose in, inside the friendly confines. Yep. So. And it, you still got UNC at home. And I think does Duke come back to Greenville. I, I'm not entirely sure. I, I think. Yeah, they I'm do. Not sure of. Um. So yeah, you got, I'm trying to see. No, Duke does not come to Greenville this year. Um, NC state on April 4th. Got a good matchup at, at Old Dominion. Old Dominion's not a slouch. Uh, Charlotte, also pretty good team, pretty decent team. They, uh, I, I think they gave South Carolina some fits this past weekend. Um, South Carolina South Carolina is one of the sneaky good teams in the country this year. We knew that they were going to be good, but, I mean, they're almost – I mean, they're, they're very damn good. Um, so, yeah, and then you got two games against NC State. And like I said, a game against Carolina at home, May 3rd, and then uh, still two games against Old Dominion. So lots of good baseball still to be played. Um, UNCW next weekend, paint it black, or UNCW next Tuesday, paint it black. Um, inside Clark LeClaire. Jeez, Clark LeClaire. <laughs> Come on, Jared. You got it. I'm struggling already. Yeah, it's okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean – I'm happy with it, and if we could keep if we keep winning like you said at home, we'll be we'll be a okay. We'll be um, just fine, exactly, just so, fine. Artie, what what's next on our on our list of things to talk about? Uh, oh yeah, uh, they played George Mason this weekend. They're out of the A10 conference. Uh, look, I just looked at some of the common opponents. They lost to uh, Georgetown, eighteen to thirteen. Already oh, and God. and uh, okay. I mean, ECU beat Georgetown eleven to two earlier in the season on a Sunday. Um, and then they also lost to William and Mary. Um, ECU beat William and Mary six five uh, last week. So there's some common opponents there. But already, let's talk. Uh, let's talk some ECU volleyball with yes. our our friend. Yes. <laughs> Boneyard podcast intern, Izzy. Izzy. Mm-hmm. Were there a lot of people in the stands wearing uh, wearing Izzy 
uh, pullovers, hoodies? As they should. There were two, and they're my parents. <laughs> <laughs> but there were more people than I expected to come. So I was happy awesome. about that. Good, mm -hmm. good. I mean, yeah, y'all deserve it. How, how did it go? Um, it was really good. We won because we kind of split up into two teams for the first two games. So um, they tried to make it as even as possible, just putting each position, making sure everyone has every position. Um, and both of us, the two teams playing separate teams, won, I think uh, it was like seven out of eight of the sets, six out of seven. Because um, one of the sets when we played, we played Campbell, UNCG, and then Fayetteville, and uh, Chow or something, another school. Um, and against Campbell, we never actually finished the game because the people who were doing the score had it wrong. And, like, we, we keep our stats in the score, and so it was 24-24. And you have to win by two. And so neither of us actually won that game. But they said that they won by, it was 25-23 when the game ended. But so, like, we never actually finished that game. Mm. So that's why I say six out of seven sets. Um, it was good, though. It was really good. I think we showed um, what we've been working on, which one of the biggest issues we had was kind of the defensive passing um, part of our game. And we passed the best we've passed in a while. We were all passing, you probably don't know what this means, but twos, which means that two people can be set. <laughs> it's good. It was good. It's out of three. We got we to learn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> two is really good. Um, you want to get two or above. And I think we passed about a two throughout the whole weekend. And our hitting has always been, like, offensively, where we've always been, like, kind of the top with that we that's not something that we're actively trying to improve as much as defense um and we have a transfer fran who's new so she really helped us on the um other pin which is another hitter <laughs> and, uh, i'm yeah. hearing all these words that i've never heard before but i love it i it's, love it it's confusing and it sounds like a lot but honestly it's really simple once you kind of understand the terminology, it's like, and there's hitting percentages just like baseball. So that's okay. where like stats and stuff are pretty similar. I know for us hitting like 500 is really good. I'm assuming it's similar in baseball. Yeah, for sure. Hitting yeah. 500 is, there, there's an old saying in baseball that you can be the best or successful 30% of the time. And, and they're, they're the best of the best. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. 500% is good. For right. the position that I play, 300 hitting percentage for an outside is really, really good. And then the right side, it's more 400. And then a middle, it's a higher – you want to get 500 is kind of your goal. So it, it just – it's hard to explain at first, but you'll understand it eventually. <laughs> hey. Love it. Love it. We, we might just need Izzy from now on <laughs> to come on. We might have to do a new segment – where Izzy explains sports to us. Yes. That, I mean, we'll start off with volleyball, her teaching us volleyball. Mm -hmm. um, then we'll go on. We'll, maybe we'll have her teach us about, like, curling. How's that? Why not? <laughs> uh, hey, just I want Izzy to teach us, like, 
<laughs> just teach us sports. Teach me sports. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Can do that. All in favor, say aye. Aye. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, Izzy, I I appreciate that. Uh, hey, y'all gonna kill mm-hmm. it. Go go buy an Izzy Marinelli sweatshirt. So there's not yes. just two. Shave your, shave your chest, mom and dad. shave your chest hair into. We love Izzy. Okay, <laughs> Minji's maniacs, get out there. Yes, yeah. well, really, go go support this EC volleyball team. Though. We would love it. We would love it for yes. sure. Oh, and by the way, Izzy, mm-hmm. shout out to you for giving a shout out to the Boneyard Podcast on one of your Instagram lives. Saw that. I did. I got my teammates too. We were all on together. <laughs> So uh, go follow, plug, go ahead and plug your Instagrams or your Instagram, your socials. It's, it's honestly just Izzy Marinelli, just my name. For oh. sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, we're going to keep Izzy on. We're keeping Izzy on. Izzy's doing a hell of a job as one of the Boneyard podcast interns. Yes. Already, it's time for some announcements, some, uh, some uh, cleanup work. Uh, we're, we're, uh, we're going to announce, we, we brought on another intern, you know, this podcast that started three years ago mm-hmm. from two guys talking about sports, drinking beer in, in a apartment building, like community area. That's where <laughs> this podcast started from. That is where it started. Yes. Now we're pushing numbers and look, Artie and I, we don't live in Greenville. We've been very open. We don't live in Greenville. I wish I did. I, w- I would love to be there every week. So we, we had to bring on some people that are there that way we can, we can do more coverage, cover more sports outside of just football. That's, that's why we're doing this. Um, so we brought on Izzy first. She's killing it. Izzy, go buy her jersey or go buy her, her sweatshirt. Um, but we're going to bring on another intern. Uh, we're proud to announce Chance Scott. Welcome to the Boneyard Hello. Podcast. Chance. Thank you, guys. Thank our second intern, Chance, take it away. Uh, how, how long have you been an ECU fan? Ever since I was born. I love it. Uh, my dad got me into it. I probably went to my first ECU game. I probably had four or five. And I've just been hooked. You know, growing up, there wasn't no ESPN Plus. I was keeping up with the box tour after the games on the radio, listening to the voice. And when I finally got a chance to start going as much as I could, I could I can't take it away. The jungle, the boneyard, and it, it's special for sure. Yeah. And um, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, and look, I knew chance was one of us when we interviewed him and there was something he said, I'm not going to say it on here, but when he, when he said, I don't like those guys, I was like me either. And then he also said something about, uh, I mean, he got into it with an NC state fan on Twitter the other night. Hey, that's Love my kind of guy. That is Love my kind of guy. For the whole spiel, I was like, oh, Chance roasted this I man. I was like, Chance, get that motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> Chance, go. I invited him to the, to the state game. So, let's he, he's he's gonna me in the he ain't going to show up. <laughs> he ain't going to show up. You got to take his sister out to eat somewhere nice. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, Chance, welcome to the Boneyard Podcast. Uh, we're, I'm excited to see what you what you have to bring. Just like we're excited to see what Izzy has um, coming up. We're gonna start doing a lot more a lot more content. 
a lot more videos. Um, so stay tuned. Make sure, make sure people, you follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're watching this right now, hit that su- subscribe button. I don't know. It's somewhere down here. I don't, I don't know where it is. Um, hit the subscribe button. Um, follow us on Instagram. We have a TikTok. We posted a TikTok for the first time. Honestly, that did some numbers. Uh, shout out Izzy for doing that. Um, yeah. I mean, follow us on Instagram. Follow us everywhere. If anywhere you want content, follow us. We're going to be killing the game this year. This, look, we, we just today, just this week, we, we've already, we're setting up two massive interviews in the coming weeks. Oh, yeah. Please stay tuned. Please stay tuned. Massive. Guys, we don't just interview random people. We kill it with interviews here. When we when we get somebody we want, we get them. We don't just do random ass interviews. So stay tuned. Lots to come. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else. Artie, you got anything else? I don't have anything else. I will say my, my walk the plank this week. I'm just going to oh, go yeah. ahead and I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and nominate myself for not knowing that Texas was bounced out of the women's basketball tournament. Had you not said anything, I was just gonna go on like a little, little two or three minute tangent. So I should have. We should have just I, let him I go on. This week, I will I will just nominate myself. So there we go. I we should have just we should have just let him go on. I should have let him go on. I'll 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 take a, an L for that one. Um, that would have been some great content, but. Uh, Chance, Izzy, do y'all have walked the planks? Uh, Billy Ray on Twitter. Billy Ray on Twitter. <laughs> Such a brand. Or oh, the girl that yes. Yeah, that she can walk the plank. Well, hold on, who's this? The girl that messed up the score, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. That's Come on now. Can't be doing that. You you had one job. Really, it's really just flip the points. <laughs> I mean, there's been people doing that since elementary school when you're playing like floor ball. Just yeah. flip the points. It's really simple. Like, what's on your resume? I flip points. <laughs> All right, walk the damn plank. Um, make sure you subscribe. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us at Boneyard Podcast, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We out there. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. Hey, Power Nation, until next week, we love you. Izzy, thank you. Chance, welcome. And uh, wash your hands, wash your butts. Deuce. Peace.